0: where is and this is Ryan, and this is the Nintendo Show, the best day of Nintendo podcast on the internet. This is the official show for the month of August 2023. So, we got some news, talk about a little bit of news and some new releases, and then we'll take a look ahead into the month of September and talk about a couple of things that are coming out. Might be a bit of a shorter show because I thought the main thing I've been playing is still Zelda. How about you guys?
1: Yeah, yeah, I've been playing more Zelda.
0: But we, we got a few things, but before we get to, to all the uh, the goings on... Time capsule? Time capsule? Let's time capsule. Time <laughs> <was laughs> capsule. What a time to be alive. Indeed. So i I got a, I got a few things. Um, I'll go through the time capsule. If there's anything I want to talk about, because sort we'll of warm up here, we can do that. Sure. So, number one, our obviously criminal former president surrendered himself to the Fulton County Court in Georgia for committing obvious crimes...
1: Yeah, his mugshot
0: is delightful. Yep. Oh, let me see. Do you have it pulled up? Yeah, I do. Mean, it's a
1: small image, but you can see there. Oh yeah. my goodness, look at him
0: trying to look sinister. What a goober! Fuck yeah, that guy. Not, yeah, not his uh, best look. So angry. Yeah. Um, that guy, uh, Prozinshin, that Russian guy who none of us knew about like six months ago. The guy who yeah. like. Uh, said he was gonna over, like, or everyone presumed that because he was marching to Moscow, he was gonna overthrow Putin and Putin would be gone, but then he turned around yeah, like a day later and went through. back to what he was doing. Anyway, so that guy who we didn't know existed six months ago um, died
1: in a mysterious plane crash. Died here. in a plane crash. Leaving Moscow. The
0: ground is the prime
1: suspect. <laughs> Yeah, this is like one of those uh, killings where it's like, yeah, he fell uh, 40 floors onto two bullets. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, no, like... And yeah, that was the whole thing, is that he's sort of the leader of of a paramilitary group, like a mercenary group, essentially. Mm -hmm. So um, they were basically lied to about the circumstances of the war, put into the meat grinder as though they were basically just grunt soldiers not being properly armed. I mean, this guy's a war criminal, too. He's, you know there's no hero that crashed into the earth just a minute ago. I mean, but he was also like uh, yeah, a, a
0: restaurant tour, and for a little while it was yeah. personal, was like, the personal chef to Vladimir Putin. Like, Russia is fucking weird. What a bizarre yeah. place. It's yeah, the it's Florida funny. of Europe. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Um... Oh, and uh, the two other time games, the New York Yankees lost nine games in a row, you guys, for the first time since 1982.
1: Oh, good for them. Yeah,
0: uh, I'm so, so, so happy to see them doing so poorly, and their fans are miserable. It's delightful. I loved it. And meanwhile, today, just today, the Boston Red Sox embarrassed the Houston Astros. 16 runs. Six, 16 run lead. 17 to 1.
1: Yeah. Oh, God. Just impressive.
0: And they, they played four games. The Astros won two. The Red Sox they, won two. They have
1: families, guys. I Why? Why? Just I, I, little Timmy's supposed to look up to his dad. That he can't.
0: They scored like. Four or five runs in like the eighth and the ninth innings, and at that point, I was just like, "What was The Simpsons?" I mean like he's already dead. <laughs> at that like, at that point, you can't even like, be trying anymore; You're just like swinging at everything, and like it just the ball kept on going into play. You're like okay, but like, you start throwing
1: underhand because he just gave up? Like, like, I think at a
0: certain point, they did put in like position players instead of like actual. Pitchers. I was gonna say it's
1: one of their famous trash cans. they just <laughs> Probably put a hat on it and put it up <laughs> on, on the pictures. <laughs> ah, uh, it's true. <laughs> um. But yeah, that's what's happening in the world. Yeah. Um. Well, the primary, the pres, the Republican primary happened last night as well. All right. Of what, what the course. Also, didn't involve Trump. So, like, what's the point of even having one? Yeah. What are they calling it? The JV. Yeah. Like basically, the, the who's auditioning to be vice president? Yeah. Who's the biggest kid at the kids' table? I think is what I heard. <laughs> that's mm, yeah. It's um, rough for them, huh?
0: Yeah, and none of them should be president. I'm not going to say none of them are going to be president. Oh, they're all all awful, yeah. There's a horrifying scenario where one of them could be president, but my goodness.
1: I just like that they brought up that, um, you know, during the insurrection they were chanting hang Mike Pence Mm. and he has a better approval rating amongst Republicans than Chris Christie, (laughs) both of whom are on stage. (laughs) I mean, like, from from,
0: uh, a perspective of uh, people who are unlikely, let's say, to vote for a Republican is like Mike Pence. The best case scenario, because if Mike Pence is the nominee, he won't be. Like yeah. half of the Republican Party wants to murder him, so they're not going to vote for oh, him. Totally.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Again, the, the base wants Trump. The base only cares about Trump. Yeah. He's the one that got him. Like the, the reason he became president is because he galvanized so many people. Um, so they're his voters. They're not Republican voters. Hmm. So. So how about some video games Let's do that I guess Since you know This is a
0: video game podcast We got some new game announcements mm-hmm. uh, Little Nightmares 3 Was just recently announced At Gamescom um, Coming out next year In 2024 Guys I'm really excited I really like these games I
1: didn't know that they were Going to make a third one I thought so, they said they were stopping it too
0: They did, so Bandai Namco is the publisher As we can see in the trailer here um, But the original developer in, Indeed mm-hmm. uh, the it, It's being developed by Supermassive Games Who's not like, I keep think confusing them with Supergiant Who the, the the developer who did like uh, Transistor and Hades But Supermassive Games, I can't remember what else They've done, but the original developer Is Tarsier Tarsier? Um and they said they were done with the series. So I guess like oh, okay. Bandai Namco is a publisher. They can just say, okay, well, we'll just have somebody else make a little Nightmares game. But it looks really, really good. I like the, uh, it's just like maintaining the, like, the really like grim and grotesque visual style. It looks a lot more high def,
1: too. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Oh, and there's, there's a giant baby doll that walks around and tries to grab you, which is horrifying. Yeah, a lot of this feels very much like, um, you know, Nightmare Fuel.
0: Yeah. I oh, oh, really probably
1: inspired. I was running it. low, so <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. I really like. It. I think it was really really cool.
1: I picked up Little Nightmares One and Two. I have not gone through them, mm. but I do own them. Did um, you get like a dual pack or did you download? Yeah, it was a dual pack. Download. Nice. they will download. Okay. It, was on, it was on sale in Nicky Shop, so I mm-hmm. grabbed it. It was like nine bucks for both of them or something absurd. Well, that's it that's was, a steal. I don't think it was that, but it, it was something absurd like that. But mm-hmm. I think that was like our only complaint about it when we played it. It's just that it was it wasn't a triple A price tag, but it wasn't it like forty bucks? It was, or something. Little Damver 2 was forty dollars for a game that has is eight hours of gameplay. Yeah. I, I mean eight hours if
0: you're like going for the hundred percent. You can like play yeah. through the critical path in like four hours. Four hours. It's absurd. Yeah.
1: That, that that price tag was absolutely nuts. Mm-hmm. Um but
0: yeah, what kind of sucker would pay $40 for a game that you play for four hours? Yeah, what kind of John. asshole? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, uh. John, you have kids. You have, to, you have to. They played with me. But you had to college and shit. I'm not sending them to college. Fuck them. <laughs> you have to play the little nightmares. <laughs> this is your education. Uh, let's see. For some reason, they're remaking Turok 3 Shadows of Oblivion, which, you guys, until they announced this remake, I wasn't aware there was a Turok 3. So, yeah. we, do, we do a retro show. We did specifically about the N64 and Turok 3 came out on the N64. I had no idea. I mean, admittedly, we, we trashed Turok. famously, it's like the our lowest. Like when when we ranked the N64 games, I think we gave up halfway through, but it was like the bottom game.
1: Yeah, because it's so, trash. It's a
0: garbage game. I mean, it's I thought Turok was supposed to take place in the past, but this looks futuristic. You know, I don't know too much about uh, the Turok franchise, but I think it does kind of hop back and forth. Like it, it is, um, there's fucking Pocahontas in it. Like, what the hell? Don't be racist. <laughs> um, the, uh, the 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 Turok license is like a, a comic book series. I'm not exactly sure what like the, the lore of Turok is, but. And I don't know if the video games follow it because you know they're trash
1: games. This also feels a lot more like first-person shootery than the other ones did. I mean, they, those other ones seemed like they were first-person. Like there was some shooting, but it was mostly like action-adventure stuff, was mm-hmm. what I re- recall of playing them. Even though I didn't really like them, this looks a lot more. At least like they're trying to portray the game as just a standard tight corridor first-person shooter kind
0: it's of Also, that. they used that uh, Jurassic Park animation for the raptor jumping at the screen. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, it's out November 14th. Uh, don't play it. Don't yeah. buy it. Don't play it.
1: This may be good. You don't know. You didn't even know this existed. This could be a good game. Yeah, you know, a lot of the greatest games no one ever, that i that ever played, where no one talked about them. <laughs> I defend the fact <laughs> that I've <that> never <laughs> heard of Turok so <laughs> It's it, a good sign. It could be one of those sleeper good games, but to put a bad taste in many people's mouths yeah. honestly
0: there's a, a Star Wars remaster that was also announced Star Wars Dark Forces I'd never heard of this one either I played that a
1: bunch back in the day yeah that was like a first person shooter um, and it was notorious for having insanely long levels hmm. like there was only like as I recall at least in the one that I played this might have been a series but the one I played there was like six levels But each level probably took 45 minutes to an hour to beat geez okay i mean yeah not like your typical just like get a couple of keys and you're done with the thing these levels were fucking enormous so i don't know um they could be i mean i've also recently been playing because of the retro show we were talking about jedi outcast Mm -hmm. um and that game was such a delight to play Having played both of those, I don't know. I don't necessarily think I'd recommend anyone going back and playing Dark Forces. I'd say probably stick to the other ones that are available on the console currently. But if you are a fan of retro first person shooters, it's it's a good one. It's pretty cool. Okay. Uh, that's really all we got
0: for new game and less than less west, you have any thoughts on this Dark Forces remaster game? Not one
1: bit. Um, yeah, this. Thing, I mean, we're. we're well, I guess the listener can't see that we're watching a trailer for it, but it looks pretty rough. This looks like Duke Nukem. Yeah, this is this is pretty kind What's with these remasters? Like the the new the new games this month is fucking remasters.
0: Yeah. Well, there was you know the only reason there were new game announcements is because Gamescom happened. There was like some stuff announced for uh, other platforms, but you know we're not exactly in the busy season for game announcements anymore. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we did get some release date updates. Um, Lollipop Chainsaw Repop, if you guys remember, that game was coming what? to start. Uh, what? That, that got delayed to summer of 2024. It was supposed to come out this year. I don't know what that even is. It's um, uh, Grasshopper Studio, um, the, the the development studio that makes No More Heroes. Oh, they made this sweet. game called Lollipop Chainsaw, and it actually released... In between *No More Heroes* two and three for other platforms, not Nintendo systems. So this was like going to be the debut for Nintendo systems, and yeah, didn't uh, didn't make it to this year. So next, year. probably for the best, because there's a lot of games already this year. And then we got a release an update for *Steamworld Big*. Uh, *Steamworld Big*, damn it, I uh, stand by it. *Steamworld Big*, we're renaming that game. Uh, *Steamworld*, *Steamworld Build* is coming out December first. That's the latest from. Uh, Imogen Form, who did Steamworld Dig, Steamworld Heist, they're making a uh, a town building game. Exciting! I'm gonna be excited about that. I just got to uh, Lorlin Village in Tears of the Kingdom, and they're like, "Help us repair the whole town." Yes, mm. yes, I will help you repair this town. What Edmond, village in Tears? Uh, Lurline.
1: Where is that? It's like the south, e- yeah, southeast.
0: Oh, it's been, been, it's, I haven't um, been down there yet. Oh, it was in uh, Breath of the Wild too.
1: Well, I'm sure it is, but well, they want us to repair this uh, the town? Yeah, there, there was like a big thing that happened there or something. You know yeah. the,
0: the pirate ships that you're encountering in, Bre- yeah. in uh, Tears of the Kingdom? They're down there, too. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. Um, did you do the log quest yet? I did do the log quest. That was I just uh, fused them all together and carried yeah. them all at once. That was kind of annoying, because I had to walk them down the hill and
1: everything.
0: I, I got... Um, I chopped down a bunch of trees and then like went back collecting my logs and some of them despawned or someone absconded with them.
1: It was yeah, yeah, because there is again only like a twenty item capacity you can have at any given time, so mm. yeah, it can be annoying. So I do have a, a few bits
0: of news here. Um, Charles Martinet, famous for voicing Mario in the video games since Mario sixty four. Uh, Effective basically immediately is no longer going to be voicing Mario or the rest of the Mario cast in the video games. Um, He's he's not going to be the voice of Mario and Mario Wonder or any of the the characters in WarioWare. Basically, the last time we'll hear him doing characters in a Mario game will be like the Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon port that's coming to Switch next year. So we've uh, heard the last of him doing the Mario voice. I, I haven't said anything about like recasting or anything. Uh, You know, there's you know the typical stupid conspiracy theories floating around the internet, but the guy is 67, so maybe he just doesn't want to do it anymore.
1: I mean, to be honest, I thought they're just recycling the same noise over and over. Like he like he did like a recording. Yeah, he did that like 30 years ago, and they've just been using (laughs) the same one over and over again. You know, I
0: don't know that they re-record every time they release a game. You think like for like the new Super Mario game specifically, they're like, no, we'll just use the audio that we recorded. For the last one. But we have
1: 117 hours of this guy going into <laughs> me. I'm sure we got something we can use. Charles, <laughs>
0: stop sending us your homemade tapes. <laughs> so he, yeah, I just assume he wants to retire or like take a step back because now like his official position with Nintendo is like Mario ambassador in quotes, which means he'll probably show up at like, press events when he feels like it and take pictures and stuff.
1: I'm, I'm curious how well that guy like. How much that guy makes? Because voice actors, I don't think really make a ton of money. But he's like the fucking voice actor of Mario.
0: So we I mean, we talked we talked about like um just almost take for, any flights
1: out of Moscow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> for, for, we were talking about the
1: the Bayonetta voice actress. when so we talked yeah, but like she got Vick. screwed,
0: and basically it was like uh, they they were saying she was asking for too much money. She was saying that. You know, she she was asking for a reasonable amount of money, and I forget where we landed on that, but it kinda of seems like there was not a hero in that situation. But basically they gave the job to, to to someone else for just like a flat rate of a few grand, but for a total of seventeen hours of work. So it's weird like the the dynamic of like how much getting how much you're getting paid versus how much work you're doing, but then also you do this Work for you know there's a total of 17 hours over the span of probably a couple of weeks and then you don't know when you're working again. So you know, you sh- should be able to make a living if you're a good voice actor. You should be able to make a living doing that and not have to worry about like taking side gigs and stuff. But I don't think I'm- Charles Martinet has to.
1: Yeah.
0: I think he's probably fine.
1: I think yeah I think he's good. He did his 17 hours 30 years ago uh-huh, and just been living <laughs> off of that. And <laughs> yeah he's good. <laughs> just eats a lot of spaghetti. Well, also tangential to this, another voice actor, I don't know if you guys heard, Johnny Hardwick, he passed away. Oh, right. What did he voice? He's the voice of Dale Ribble on King of the Hill. No, I don't know. I I I don't watch King of the Hill. (sighs) Yeah. good job. He doesn't really have a lot of credits. He is a kind of, Dale Ribble is really who he is. He's not one of those guys that just does a ton of voice work on characters and stuff. That's kind of exclusively who he is. It's also kind of funny, um... I did trivia last night. Like, at a trivia at a bar. Yeah. Our team name was... Close um, R- to a school. Yeah. It yeah. was, like, Rusty Shackelford, which is Dale Gribble's alias. Mm-hmm. And somebody literally, she was kind of drunk, but she came up, she's like, are you guys Rusty Shackelford?" And I was like, yeah, that's us. I love King of the Hill. And he was like, I'm so sad he died. And I was like, oh, I mean, I guess this is true. He had passed. And well, that was your tribute. Yeah. Did yeah. you win? It was fucking. Sorry, we were. Please tell us. We were down ten points. Oh, oh shit! Um, and it was like. What s- kind of trivia is it? Is it just general trivia or? It's it's various topics. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's uh, how many questions is it? I'm trying to think. It's like maybe eighteen questions, and then a halftime and a final question that are, are have variable points associated with them. Um, and we were like ten points down going into the final question, which is kind of a lot to be on. I think we had like. 51 points, and the next team had 61 points or something. Um, Hang on. The math checks out. Yeah, so... (laughs) Get this. You know what the final question was? It was the perfect content for our retro show. It was, they were going to give... They give you four John Travolta movies, and you have have to rank them in order of when they came out. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. Do you you remember where they were? Yeah. yeah. The four movies were uh, Swordfish, basic be cool and battlefield earth i can't do it three of those i don't know <laughs> all of those came out within 2000 to 2005 mm. i was the only one that knew the answer and of the 12 teams i was the our team was the only one that got the question right and we bet everything and we won amazing you <laughs> <laughs> have 40 trivia do, do you dare guess uh, uh, battlefield oh uh, yeah the movies were be cool basic battlefield earth swordfish
0: We've talked about Swordfish. I don't think we've talked about any of the others, so I'll probably start there. And I don't know if Basic or Battlefield Earth came out first it um, feels I, like we got movie marathon right here guys <laughs> This sounds just terrible um, <laughs> go on, it's swordfish it's awful like, did you watch it when we did the retro show that was a dumb oh, dumb. There's shit there's sure one scene
1: that's really nice um, so I would battle- that's what you could just watch monsters, Ball, monsters Ball. <laughs> half of the movie is that scene <laughs> <laughs> it was a much better movie um, I, would, I would go uh, uh, swordfish battlefield earth basic be cool oh you very very close Swap the, swap the first two Actually, Battlefield Earth, we did talk about. It was really when we started getting into the retro show of, like, doing a complete breakdown and not just games. Hmm. Okay. Because that was early 2000s. Mm. So I want to say it was like maybe March or April of two, the year 2000 is when Battlefield Earth came out.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, I remember we talked about that because that was like he, it's trash. Because it's he, unwatchable. But, but it was like a passion project because right? it was like a Scientology yeah. thing. He wanted yeah, to be just,
1: Johnny Goodkid or whatever the fuck his name was. <laughs> remember the, like the main character? Because no. it's a Scientologist book. It's it's a, oh, L. Ron Goddard wrote Battlefield Earth. And of course Travolta is into Scientology. He had been wanting to make this movie since like the 80s. Um, and at the time, he wanted to be the good guy. He wanted to be like, you know, I'm sure in the 80s he, he was, a, you know, a much fitter dude, so it would make sense for him to play that character. But it got made so late that he ended up having to play the bad guy. You know, a and really so, sad bad guy. Yeah, I, I never even heard of this movie. And our poor, poor boy, Jerry, or Barry Pepper. Mm. He was the main character. Have <laughs> Barry, Barry Pepper and Walton Goggins been in the same movie. I think they should be. I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, gosh, I feel like they have been. They must have been. Hmm. They, they must have been some, like, war movie that's got, like, 20 named actors. Though. Oh, no, I do remember this. Yeah, I remember this. This entire movie is shot in Dutch angles, and it fucking... Uh, I was just that's like, right. right. Yeah, everything's at a weird angle, and yeah. for some reason, the sky's on fire. But, like, <laughs> on the trailers, and, yeah, it's real fucking dumb. Oh, yeah, John Travolta and Dreads. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, Battlefield Earth, Swordfish, which was, yeah, really shitty. Um, and then Basic comes out in 2003 And Be Cool in 2005 mm-hmm. I just knew those were a bit later And I knew Basic was on the horizon um, oh, got I got one time when they made the titles Explode with action movies Yeah, they should just bring that back No matter what the film is I think That's they did the fall. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, did they? Like pretty much everything exploded Moonfall did everything right sure okay, I mean, even A few, the movie. few synapses in my brain I think also <laughs> <laughs>
0: I only got one gospel or gossip because there's not a whole lot of rumors going around right now. Okay, and Wes hates it. it. No, West <laughs> West hates it when I make things up. Um, there's a rumored Nintendo Direct for September. They usually do one in September. I think they've done one every September since 2012, with the exception of like 2015. It's kind of when they do their their end of year lineup, like flush it out and maybe give a preview of some things next year. What do you guys think? Think you get a uh, Nintendo Direct in September? Yeah, that's possible.
1: Yeah. How long has it been since we had one? Yeah. June. It feels like they just had one. <laughs> right. They just. Oh. Well,
0: because they do, like, uh, you know, since the, the the rotting corpse of E3 has finally been thrown out, they did one yeah, it was in. That starting to June. a little. Yeah. I think. Or was it July? It might have even been July.
1: I mean, yeah. I, I, I. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Ryan. Oh, no, go ahead. Oh, uh, I think it's possible because it is starting to get into the Christmas, it's starting to get to the holidays. So I mean, that's a horrifying statement. In September, come on. It would be you're all kind of right though. It would be weird if the last one they did was in June and we didn't hear a peep out of them. Yeah, they're not gonna fucking. And do why it would they in drop one? In, or, like, why, just, why would they drop one in January either? Like it doesn't make sense to yeah, release right. one in January. February. September makes sense. October, I think October. I don't know. They never do anything with October and November. would Be too late. So I'd, I mean, September mm-hmm. makes sense. I love it if they did, like you're saying, though, a holiday special where it cuts to like the two guys when they're all in front of like a fire and it's, you know, they've <laughs> got the stockings hung. hung that would be really good. One <laughs> of <laughs> those wearing one of those inkling scientist costumes. <laughs>
0: and they have like, about Pikmin decorating a tree behind them.
1: Like, oh, and someone's at the door. And then they would bring in the next guy to talk about whatever the fuck. I yeah, like I think, this idea. That'd be really great. I think I think it is gospel that there will be one before the end of the year yeah I, I'm with you guys I think
0: um, I, I don't know what they, they talk about till they, they, they beat the New Harbor of course <laughs> of course <they> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Switch Pro <laughs> this <laughs> holiday season Switch Pro <laughs> anyway but yeah I, I think um, Super Switch yes. it's, it's likely to happen in September just based on the behavior but you know I, I typically for these sorts, I keep my expectations low if they have something cool to announce fine if not whatever it's not like we're not already drowning in games but yeah. Ryan you have a game that you wanted to play on this
1: podcast. It, uh, oh, yeah, I do have a game. Do you guys want to, start, do want to play right now? go. Let's, yeah, let's take it game. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. All right. So, I mean, um, I, I don't know why I thought of doing this. It just seemed like it was funny because I just remember looking up the names of some things kind of unintentionally in sequence, and I was like, these are all amazing names, but they're also very similar. So, it is a game in which I'm going to give you a name of a person who is real, and you have to tell me, well, I guess some of them are not real, uh, but you have to tell me, is this a basketball player? A cowboy, um, or a comic book character. Okay. I just give you the name, and you tell me what, what, from what world did they come? Either a basketball player, real life basketball player, real life cowboy, or a comic book character, which, as we all know, are you know not really real. Right. Yeah. Real life. makes a basketball player. Yep. Okay. First name. Mojave King. Mojave King M-O-J-A-V well, I'll, I'll, go wow, that's really hard. I'll go first I'll go first That is a basketball player I was actually thinking basketball as well So I'll also go basketball You're going to be a basketball player as well That is a six five shooting guard Who was actually born in New Zealand In spite of being named after a desert In the southwest of the United States <laughs> <laughs> uh, He's been playing professional basketball Since he was 17 And he will make his debut as a pacer This coming season Very cool. We did it. Mm -hmm. One for one. Last one player, Cowboy, or what was the last one? Uh, Comic book character. Comic book character, okay. Stuart Mosley. You went first last time. Okay. What do you think? You can go first. I'm thinking a comic book character. I think it's a cowboy. You think it's a cowboy? Yeah. This is, in fact, a comic book character. Nice. A.K.A. Perfect game. A.K.A. The Heckler. Who debuted in DC Comics in 1992, he fights injustice with only his sarcastic wit. Oh for <laughs> sake. it's amazing! He's like, he's yeah, like, I dead. hate to say this, but I feel like that would be you in these comics. He's, he, he's like, de- from what I saw of the panels, he's basically Deadpool without like the Everything. actual <laughs> it's just some actual guy. skill. <laughs> he still so wears <laughs> a suit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's just some smartass. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what about Nate Champion? That's got to be a cowboy. What do you think? Nate champion. That's really... I'm going to go comic again. Comic. This is a a Wyoming rancher um, who was famous for having fought as a one-man army in what is called the Johnson County War. Okay. Kind of wild. His backstory is that he was a cattle rancher um, and a... a, What do they call the Wyoming Cattlemen's Association? Did not like him. Even though this guy was just like a legit rancher. And they claimed that he was a rustler, that he was stealing other people's cattle. So they hired, get this, 50 men to go over there and shoot him, to kill him. And it, 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 what it resulted was a standoff in which he killed four of them before getting shot to death. And he was shot 28 times. Goddamn. Yeah, Nate Champion. I got a one-man army in what we call the Johnson County War. This was, must have been just the fucking gnarliest shootout. Mm. So, absolutely well. Uh, next thing. Scoot Henderson. Oh, God. Scoot! Scoot Henderson. Is that like his legal name? Is Scoot? I'll tell you his full name when you make your guess. Oh, <laughs> oh fuck. Uh, who went for you? Went first last time, yep. so it's me. I, I'm gonna go basketball player. I'm gonna agree. Yes, basketball player. Sterling Scoot Henderson. He is the third overall draft pick from yes. this year, going to the Trailblazers. He's in a bit of a con- bit of a swirl of controversy because the team he's going to has an established star in Damian Lillard, and Damian Lillard, the, the troublers haven't really accomplished anything with him being there. And he said, "Take the draft pick. We have the third overall pick. That's a good pick. Bundle it, get rid of it, and bring in somebody who's like an established player that can help the team now and win." And the management was like, "Nah, we're not doing that. We're drafting this guy, Scoot Henderson." uh so he's like okay well i want out mm. so they ran in this 19 year old kid who may or may not be good i mean he probably will be good he's the third overall draft pick but he may take time to develop and they've pissed off their biggest star who's been at this team for like a decade so weird spot to be in for scoot for yes yeah, sterling scoot I'm, I'm Henderson. for your scoot what a name scoot henderson um ace arn that's six letters Ace, A-C-E space A-R-N That's a comic book character And what do you got? I'm gonna go Cowboy That is, in fact, a comic book character named Multi-Alien Who first appeared in DC Comics if, in 1965 If the next one is Cowboy, you, you went with an order <laughs> Oh, did I? I don't know I don't know if that's true <laughs> So, the weird thing about him So, what happened is he got totally dismembered Like all of his limbs were sliced off or something and every limb on his body was replaced with another alien limb. So that's why they call him multi-alien. He's walking around the four. That's different grotesque. That, that is all right. It's pretty heinous when you look at this guy in action. But this is like a 1965 comic book character. So it's, it's all very kitschy and silly. So His penis is the weirdest thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, what they did is they just attached all four alien penises together. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> yeah, and made a sort of centipede style Oh I mean, <laughs> I was like attaching a spear to the end of a sword. <laughs> like, it's <Who's> just... going, <laughs> just like that. I would have braided it. <laughs> Alright. How's on. about how's about Dynamite Dan Clifton? I am going cowboy. What you got? Yeah, that's gotta be a cowboy. Dynamite Dan Clifton is a uh, he's a famed Oklahoma City outlaw who ran with the Doolin gang. Uh, he so here's the funny thing about him. He apparently in a shootout lost three fingers. Um, so after that he retired from outlawing,
0: basically. But that's not the law.
1: I've retired from crime you guys. Well here's the thing though, they still put a bounty on it, a, a huge bounty at the time, out to get this guy. Um, Four he, he became famously known as the most killed outlaw. Because people kept bringing, dragging in corpses, of <laughs> people. and oh then they would god. check the fingers and be like, "They got all ten fingers; they ain't the right guy." That's horrible! Oh my <laughs> god!
0: Who were these people that were being
1: murdered? Yeah, I guess this is the big. I've actually read a little bit about cowboys because of different research on this. It's because it's a terrible game, but um, this is fascinating. That yeah, yeah, this happened all the time. People would just drag a corpse, and it's claimed that it was some outlaw. Oh my god. And try to collect their reward money. Why like, would anyone want to live there? <laughs> well yeah, welcome to Oklahoma, dude.
0: I mean, um, nobody wants
1: to live there now. So <laughs> I mean, it, not much has changed. What about oh, Shake Milton in That is a that's that's God God, What a fucking dumb name. Shake man. Milton. That's a like, that's comic book. I I'm a basketball player. Okay. That is Malik Benjamin Shake Milton, a six year NBA veteran. Uh, went to Southern Methodist. I cracked the code, guys. <laughs> he plays the code. He <laughs> plays for the 76ers. He's a shooting guard. He's actually pretty good. Um, even though he's only 26 years old, he's already played in 34 playoff games, which is that's a lot. So Good for him. He's actually a fun player to watch. I do like him. What about? Uh, that uh, already I was say is a comic book character. Well, you'll have to guess then. Who is Wendell Vaughn? It's a, it's a comic book character. You think it's a comic book yeah, character? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, it's a basketball player. No, that is Quasar. He is a Marvel Shield agent who is exposed to something while on guard duty as well. So here's the thing. I did a random number generator. And you put them in, It's the exact same odor. Odor? Yeah, I'm saying it so by it. It's by it's there's an, an odor to it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this it's, is the exactly. it's the same odor. It's the same odor every time. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Maybe uh, you mix it up with yourself for the room. All right. All right. No, I mean, I totally just did a 1, 2, 15, assigned a number and put them all out it, there. It's, it's been basketball player, comic book, and uh, cowboy. It's been that every time. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. So, Hoodoo Brown. So who, well, who's Quasar? We didn't go over Quasar. Oh, that was the whole thing. He was a shield agent. Uh, oh. So apparently, the whole backstory behind Quasar is that he was like, they didn't, they didn't think he had the will of the warrior. They didn't think he had killer instinct or whatever. So they were like, we're just gonna make you a, a like a guard. Um, and then like some shit happens, and he gets exposed to whatever, um, and he becomes this dude, Quasar. No, I, mean, I think that was supposed to be the whole thing. Is like he was undeserving of the powers that he got, but then he got like a crazy insert power. I don't know. You, have you ever heard of Quasar? Some no. guy from the Marvel world you've heard of? Okay. He's just some dude. I don't have a, a giant breakdown on every single one of these guys. No, they actually and... don't
0: cross paths with shield very often.
1: Alright, what about Hoodoo Brown?
0: <sighs> Hoodoo Brown. Um Cowboy. We'll say cowboy.
1: Okay, what do you got? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go basketball players. This does have basketball, but the order is cowboy. He actually is cowboy. <laughs> Lever of the Dodd City Gang in Los, uh, from Las Vegas in 1880. Uh, he was famous for organizing a bunch of train robberies in the Southwest. Not the biggest guy in the world, but hey, I love that name, Hoodoo Brown. He has mm-hmm. a good one. Yeah. Is there a song? What is it, what's this? No, no, i on thinking something else. Okay, what about Patrick the Eel O'Brien? I was thinking you'd go, the Eel O'Brien. I'm like, this gotta be basketball. Okay, you think it's basketball?
0: No, with a name like O'Brien. they're not a whole lot of famous Irish basketball players. Except for, you know, Shaquille (laughs) O'Neal.
1: That is a very good point.
0: So I'm
1: going to... Give me Cowboy again. Back-to-back Cowboys. So he is also known as Plastic Man. First appears Um, in DC Comics in 1941 with the capacity to stretch into any imaginable form. Mm. Sort of like the halfway point between Mr. Fantastic yeah, Plastic and Plastic Man. Yeah, Plastic Man is there. like secret OP. Like, the guy that's just busted. Oh, and I believe that was his thing. He was do. he was a gangster. He was supposed to be like an Irish gangster who got the power of Plastic Man or something. All I right. <laughs> so, he, he kind of crosses all paths. Uh, what about Ty Ty Washington Jr.? Okay, God, I, I he's going basketball again. Basketball. I'm going to go basketball too, as well. Yeah. Yes, he is a undersized point guard uh, who is about to have his second year. He's a mere six feet. <laughs> He's like 6'2", which oh, makes God. you an, an undersized point guard. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're nine feet, you're nothing in that league. Like, mm. Yeah, no, I mean, there's actually a number of point guards right now that are playing that are like 6'5", six 6'6". Six six.
0: Should they raise the rims?
1: Uh, people have talked about that, and they say that all it would do is uh, like... Create more, even even more of an interest in clogging the paint to get rebounds because there will be more missed shots. Mm. Yeah, it'll be harder for kids to
0: get into the game too. Yeah, you know because if they're like a twelve or thirteen year old kid, it'd be harder to reach a twelve. I don't think ramp.
1: I don't think basketball's got a problem getting kids playing it. Mm. I think I think it's it is like the youth sport. Mm. Maybe in America, I don't know. they probably like other things. My nephew uh, played his first high school freshman ba- uh, football game. Did he win? No, they lost terribly. And he was only <laughs> in for like three plays, and then he was not put in the rest of the game. Special I teams. don't know why. He took on two kids and took them out. So, oh my God, he murdered not, two children? Yeah, he, he murdered won. kids right there on the field. It was epic. Um, what position was he playing? Mm-hmm. Defensive line. Oh, cool. So He's yeah. a big kid? Yeah, he's a big kid. He's my size. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's 14. <laughs> so good yeah. for him. He had the cleanest jersey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: yeah. For, for the listeners, Wes is five two, <laughs> so it's not that impressive. <laughs> oh yeah. So the only thing about him is that he's actually currently he's been like this kind of trade piece. He's so far this year, before even the start of the new season, he's been traded three times. Jeez. Yeah, but he's he's just kind of been a throw-in on a number of different packages designed to move bigger pieces. So he'll find a landing spot soon, I am sure. What about Ulysses Claw? Last name spelled K L A U E, Ulysses though. I mean, Ulysses Claw, yeah. Oh, that's gotta be a cowboy. That's a badass cowboy name. Mm-hmm. Give me comic book. John, you're right. It is a comic book character. Ooh. He is basically the Nazi Iron Man <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> of the Marvel universe. Hmm. Yeah, he, he is the Claw K L A W. If you look at him, yeah, he looks like he's Hitler Youth version of Tony Stark. Uh, what about Diamond Jack Davis? Three, three more, by the way.
0: I think, I think I'm think i first this time.
1: Uh, that's, a, uh, that's a cowboy. Yeah, I'm going cowboy again. Okay, he is an Idaho prospector who was wrongly convicted of murdering two sheep herders. Get this. You know the whole classic thing where it's like they phone in right before they're about to pull the switch and kill him? Yeah. That literally happened to this dude where he three hours before his execution, the governor pardoned him. Because two other rustlers had come forward and confessed to having murdered a couple of people and done some other things. And two of the ones that, like, two of the people they confessed to killing were guys that he was blamed for. Mm. So, yeah, he was uh, released. And and the reason why we call him Diamond Jack Davis is because after he was released, he got the fuck out of Idaho and went to Nevada um, and picked up his prospect and, and found a bunch of diamonds there and opened a whole bunch of diamond mines. Good for him. Yeah. Okay. What about uh, Temeritus Morant? Oh, it's got to be comic. That's a basketball player. That is Temeritus Ja Morant, a basketball player who has oh. been Rookie of the Year, Most Improved Player of the Year, and two-time NBA All-Star in four years of basketball. I, mean, so, I hate the nickname's of Ja. I mean, it's just... No, no, it's J.A. J.A. Oh. J. J. A is his middle name. Okay. So he goes by Ja Morant. Yeah, no, he plays, he plays for the Grizzlies. He's a big deal, but he's also in a ton of trouble because he's now twice had incidences where he's been caught on social media like brandishing weapons, like guns. Um, and they told him he wants to not do it, is the thing. So the start of this season... Can leave that to the politicians? Yeah, yeah, no, no. So he got... Yeah, yeah. the NBA kind of wants to keep a clean brand. You know, they don't want to show this shit. And by the way, he shouldn't be behaving like that. It's not like he's like uh you know i'm a I'm an avid hunter and sportsman these are my weapons It's no it's like him riding in a car with a pistol like showing it off for the camera yeah that just like really kind of hood shit and he should not be I, I am a professional basketball player I make tons of money. how can I jeopardize this the most effective <laughs> I don't know his yeah I don't know his exact contract he probably gets paid 20 30 million a year by the grace. I mean come on don't people are stupid so he's gonna start the season here with a 26 game suspension. And they play 82 games. He's going to miss about a third of the season because of this shit. I don't know, you guys. I
0: think I'm on the other side of this one. I think uh, why we hold the people who run our country to a lower standard than our professional athletes. Like, he's got a right to own a gun, just like everyone else in this country has a right to own a gun. He's got his picture taken people take Christmas cards pictures with their rifles all the goddamn time and it's sick and it's weird but they can do it he can't
1: Well you just up. bring the politicians up to that kind of standard as well because they shouldn't also we're on the same side Wes there we go we're on the same side because <laughs> I mean just don't do it <laughs> so here's the thing one of the incidences in which this occurred he was in Colorado uh-huh. Not a place where he does not live and he does not have a registered weapon in Colorado mm. he was holding someone else's gun in that there there were or, or an unregistered gun or an unregistered gun a crime was certainly committed there mm. just by him having a video of him holding that gun in Colorado because he's not a citizen he's not a resident of Colorado he has not registered firearms there um, and granted the police even chose not to investigate they're like <laughs> NBA you deal with this. We <laughs> basically were just like, okay, it's- NBA, you do the police. NBA, okay, pick bro. up your shit. <laughs> just, so yeah, they are they're, they're staying out of it. I'm sure because this, this kind of shit probably happens all the time. Mm. You know, it's just it's weird that it happened to him. And then he did it fucking again. God, it's just it's just that hard. Don't post a photo. One more name, and this is our last one on the list. What about John Horton Slaughter? Am no, I first or real? John Horton Slaughter. Go ahead. That's a uh, comic book character. That's a cowboy. He's a cattle rancher, a confederate soldier, a famous poker player, and an Arizona sheriff. I mean, if you're going to be one of those things, might as well be the others. <laughs> yeah, he had, he had a lot of a lot of things going on in his world. He was actually, you know that, the, the OK Corral, the whole famous shootout that mm-hmm. occurred there? He ended up becoming the sheriff of the town after that. <laughs> <laughs> so, wild ride this dude had. Yeah, he was all over the place. So there you go. What's your favorite name? Mojave King, Stuart Moseley, Nate Champion, Scoot Henderson, <laughs> Ace <laughs> Arm, Dynamite Dan Clifton, Shake Milton, Wendell Vaughn, Hoodoo Brown, Patrick the Eolo Grian, Ty Ty Washington Jr. That's my personal favorite. Ulysses Claude, Diamond Jack Davis, Temeritus Morant, or John Slaughter.
0: I like uh, Scoot. I like Scoot Henderson. Scoot, 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 Scoot. is good. Scoot is good.
1: Ulysses is good. <laughs> The diamond guy was pretty... I mean, diamond Dan. Diamond Dan. <laughs> yeah. Diamond Dan. West likes the Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> Ulysses Claw. <laughs> you know, I am just fond of the name Ulysses. You just can't take it seriously by the same time. You gotta take it very seriously. I figured that was a hard one because it's like, you know, like... I mean, I missed it. Ulysses I got it Grant. You know, I, got, I got it wrong. Yeah. I was going cowboy. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, video games. Back to video games. <laughs> back, back to video games. Oh, yeah. uh, we got some new releases came out in the month of August. Uh, mm-hmm. We probably won't talk about much of these. WrestleQuest was out August. eight. Hey, that's an interesting one. Kind of a uh, uh, turn-taking RPG, but with a uh, very heavy like WWE style uh, pixel art characters and,
1: and it's I saw that had actual wrestlers in it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like some licensed uh, images and characters. Mm-hmm. But it's an interesting idea for uh, for an RPG. This one actually can play on netflix games weirdly enough if you oh, have a that, netflix subscription that's weird yeah but uh, this one i suck on the wish list because i think i might uh give that a shot at some point if the new releases ever slow down i won't is that turtle all right It's a turtle person got it uh there's also we, we got a couple of pokemon games released on the switch online app pokemon stadium 2 for the n64 and then the pokemon trading card game for the game boy color we talked a little bit about those when we did the pokemon show Quake 2, fellas. Quake 2 came out on August 10th. Nice. Right, you've played Quake 2, yeah? I
1: have, yeah. Um, I'm actually not that big on that one. I, no. I think it's a very good game, and it's very well made. I think a lot of the things that make the first Quake so good, it doesn't really do. Like, this wasn't even supposed to be a Quake game in the first place. They just named it Quake 2 after the success of Quake. Hmm. Um, really what it is, is it's more of like a space marine, like Halo would be. Like the original Quake game was love was it like sort of like a Lovecraftian horror game, sort of slapped together with what we know about Doom. Um, and it's again, it's it's a it's a really tight, refined, well made game because it's made by its software. But um, it just I don't know it, it doesn't necessarily have the same feel and like texture and I think it's better than that Star Wars game. Mood and setting is the first Quake. Yeah, game. Yeah, a lot of stuff was better than that Star Wars game. Oh yeah. Also, keep in mind, like the games are like five years apart, from, or maybe not five years, but at least probably three or four years apart from each other. Hmm. Um, like, so a lot of time is. It's. it's oh, there were major leaps and bounds made every single year when they were making, like during the heyday of the first-person shooter from like the mid '90s into the early 2000s. So, um, yeah, again, it's a it's a solid game. It's really tight and really well built. But it's... Uh, if if you want a better game I was just going to
0: say there's a lot of nostalgia for these uh, sort of like um, mid to late 90s uh, PC N64 games and like when they're doing like these remasters they're not really they're they're upraising them obviously but they're not like totally redoing the, the, the graphics or anything like that so there's there's obviously an appeal to some people for these sort of uh mid-to-late-90s retro graphics.
1: I don't know. I don't think they, they hold up as it's got well. It's cross-play, as... though. So, I mean, yeah. if you buddy your big Quake fans, this may be a good one to grab.
0: Sure. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, moving Out 2 came out August 15th. This one is another one I stuck on the wish list. Um, we talked about the first Moving Out when that came to Switch a couple years back. Me and Dez played the demo, had a lot of fun with that. Kind of, um, you know, a, a cooperative party game where the fun of it is that it it, it doesn't make any sense like you're just causing chaos even when you're trying to work together um, you're sort of like uh, incidentally working against each other Um, it reminds me a bit of like Octodad where part of the fun of the game is you're you're fighting against the game Um, but then so they decided to make a sequel to it which was pretty interesting I might get to it someday but again there's so many other games Guys, we played a little bit of Vampire Survivors. No, we did? That one came out on August 17th. We played through the first two of however many levels that there are. Hmm. I don't know that the levels have endings. But anyway,
1: uh, the the high-level stuff first. Um, Yeah, I think it's a Berserk-style
0: kind of game. Yeah, it's not really like... uh, um, there are some games in the style that I've played before where it's like defend this area from oncoming hordes for a certain amount of time. This just kind of seemed to be like endless swarms of enemy, and you weren't like trying to defend, you were just trying to stay alive. Um, there's uh, the different characters, four characters. We were playing in a three-player co-op, which I think uh, was making the Switch freak out a little bit. There are times where like the controls
1: seem to be lagging significantly. There's a, it's a lot of little things it's trying to render all at once, because mm-hmm. it seems like at any given point you might have 200 bad guys. Yeah, and all, all your projectiles. Yeah, even though it's very primitive pixel art stuff, there's just a lot for the game to keep track of. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically
0: like the only thing you are controlling is your movement as these little pixel art characters. And I think they can kind of like, pitch them as classes, but I think the classes only affect your initial starting weapon. As you kill enemies and pick up the little gem loot that they leave behind, you're upgrading your characters and you can uh, unlock more weapons that will give you more attacks or projectiles or, or spells. And uh, you can upgrade, like, movement speed and armor and all kinds of uh, different, or, or, like, the effectiveness of your weapons or the amount of projectiles that you're throwing. But your, your four-character classes where you have, like, the, I guess, kind of the, the warrior kind of guy who's got, like, a whip. Antonio. Oh, oh! Thank you. You remember the names? No, not all of them. Just, just Antonio.
1: <laughs> just Antonio, because he was the only one with a real name.
0: There's a couple of, like different magic casters, and the guy who's yeah. like, kind of like a roguish character, I suppose, who just throws knife projectiles. Although he looks like just
1: like a big brute. Strong. I mean, he <laughs> had no shirt and had a bunch of muscles. Yeah, but he's th- just throwing knives. You're like, yeah, that's a good use of those.
0: They're not, not typically yeah. like what you would think of as like a roguish depiction of a character. But um, it, and it seemed like anyone could unlock anyone
1: else's weapon in addition to other things. So it's not like if you pick... I think he is kind of class-specific. Because yeah. like my guy had the whip. That was the basic thing with mm-hmm. him. And the whip um, seemed to hit a lot of multiple enemies, but it only can go around you. So you couldn't attack above you unless they are right, right on right, top so. of you right when the whip was going. Mm-hmm. Um, the weapons that I unlocked, there's some generic ones I sold, like the magic the magic wand or the fireball, mm-hmm. those ones were kind of generic, but I don't think you guys could have gotten the whip or...
0: I did get the whip in the first level. In the first one, you got
1: yeah. the whip. Um, yeah. It could be based on certain kinds of guys. Like, I don't know if the spellcasters can pick up the whip. Hmm. Um, it could be something like that. But my guy also had that weird cross thing that you... That, that oh, Ryan. sure. Yeah, yeah. So that's another thing. So I think there's general things that are kind of specific, but maybe certain classes kind of unlock the same thing. Hmm. Like, Ryan's character... Um, remember what... I don't even know. Um the, Something like that. It was something like a cleric kind of thing, and he kept getting like the good book mm-hmm. and circled around him. Yeah. None of us got... Neither of us got that chance. It yeah, was just his character that got that. Yeah, we, we played two rounds. I stuck with the same character, both rounds. And yeah, yeah, Like uh, my base attack was very infrequent, like a powerful straight line attack mm-hmm. that would go all the way off screen, which good that it seemed to one shot everything but also uh, you have zero control and you're surrounded by 20 things you need to shoot mm-hmm. so that's not I great but yeah yeah then I kept getting that book that would would occasionally spawn and spin around and then I also got like the poison area of effect things yeah and I got that also when I was yeah. playing the other spellcaster class, class meld Dun or whatever and it seems like the longer that the level goes on and you kind of stack upgrades like there's an upgrade will be like one additional projectile and increase duration three seconds and it you do it once it doesn't seem like that much but every time you do it after that it keeps stacking on that so it got to the point where like i had the three i had like three books spinning around me pretty much all the time um and granted like my main attack was not was at that point still kind of not keeping up but at least i had something around me to protect me from mm-hmm. all of the stuff coming at us but
0: yeah, it does come in handy uh, to to have that sort of shield, especially in combination with like the, the poison or the, the the sacred water that you were yeah spreading around the ground. Because then they they come in very large waves. Mm-hmm. It seems like every five minutes. So just to have that wall
1: up. The classes also had their general uh, like a passive as well. Like I remember, your character had an increase projectiles right out of the gate, mm. and the other mage-like class, the, the melder or whatever, had a increased experience gain every five levels, and there, there's each of them had like that one set passive as well. Mm.
0: Um, well, then, then what are you doing when you level up? You can select new things. You can upgrade. Like it, it kind of like just gives you a dice roll of like here's the three things that you can. Like, choose between... And one of them might be an upgrade to something you already have. One of them might be, like, an upgrade to uh, to a stat like your defense. Something might be uh, a brand new weapon that you didn't have in your arsenal before. But every once in a while, you get that dice roll, you get the four options, and you always pick the fourth one, because it's the power of friendship. Yeah,
1: power of friendship.
0: Where, like, it gets, like, uh, everyone, like, an extra projectile or something.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it powered up one of your existing things. Mm. So, you didn't get to pick what it was, but it powered something up that you had. But yeah. it did for your whole party instead of you picking one for your one character.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, which uh, it kind of like rotates through who's getting the the level up. So, it's a shared experience pool. And every time you fill it up, somebody else gets to pick something. Um, other than the, the other way to get upgrades, is if you kill like a big monster, it'll drop a treasure chest and grab that and pick an upgrade or it'll assign just a random upgrade hmm.
1: but yeah i'm oh i and i i don't know that the levels end i think i think it goes until you die i think it's supposed to be again that berserk style hmm. game where it's just you survive as long as you can mm-hmm. and they'll eventually spawn enough stuff that you just simply can't live forever yeah and uh the, i think the the reason
0: why you want to try to keep going is it, it's probably paying out more cash uh, for your permanent upgrades in between levels, when uh, when you're going longer, so I think like the the first level that we did, I mean, um, we lasted
1: like 20 minutes on the second one. Yeah, and that's about any real like passive upgrades that you seem to be able to buy. So mm.
0: we uh, the the first uh, round that we went, I think we went a little more than 10 minutes, and it got us like 600 gold, and we we're able to get a, a couple of the permanent upgrades, and then the second round we went like 20 minutes we got like an uh, excess of 1400 so that should buy a few more upgrades. I know, that's, that's probably like the, the, the fun of the game is trying to unlock all the things and I, I assume there's got to be a final level you know, where, where you win or just play
1: that one and keep on dying over and over again you know whatever. But so it, it says there's DLC for this game. Mm-hmm. Does, does, your, does the version on the Switch come with it? No, no it? I think it's uh, sold separately because okay. I think this is a uh, I mean this has been out for a while I think. I think it just finally came to the Switch. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was a, a PC game at first. Yeah, it but says it's like it got an early access launch in 2022.
0: Okay. So Yeah, this is a game that uh, you know, had some pedigree. There was, you know, a, a tiny bit of fanfare when it finally got announced for Switch. But it's like, uh, it's a $5 game. It is not very much at all. Yeah. But you know, I, I think if uh, the listeners out there, if you got people to play couch co-op with, I think it's worth a shot. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, have some fun with it. Uh, let's see. Red Dead Redemption got released on Switch on the same day. Very cool. And not the second one, the first one. Yeah. Kind of. A, that, that was a, a funny little announcement because it got announced out of nowhere and then like was released a week later. A uh, bomb rush. Cyberfunk is. Uh, a game that came out on the next day, August 18th. That's an interesting looking one, kind of a jet set radio looking game. I've stuck that one on the wish list and maybe I'll get to it someday. You guys gonna play Blasphemous Two?
1: No, I didn't get through Blasphemous one.
0: No. Why'd you quit?
1: I am not into like the two D side scrolling souls boring kind of games. Nope. Not even. I thought that. I was, because I, I really bit, I'm big into Dark Souls and Elden Ring and stuff, and that's kinda like a two D version of it, but those side-scrolling ones I just didn't—I just don't really get into. It does look good. I mean, the Blastemus games look nuts. That's a really
0: nice pixel art.
1: Yeah, man, it's definitely a big upgrade from the last one. The last one was very, um, and the bit that I played was very one color kind of. Oh, like monochromatic? Yeah, not. It was just very dark. Hmm. Uh, but that was just the beginning of what I was playing, so I just can't get really into it okay yeah I remember buying it because it was on sale and I don't think I, just, I still have not booted up the first one so I feel bad about it it does look really cool but yeah I may get back to it someday but
0: I don't know how about Samba de Amiga you guys excited for that one I'm joking let's move on <laughs> um, there's uh Sea of Stars is coming out on the 29th there's a demo on the Switch I played through the demo it's not very long um and I don't think it's the kind of demo where it's like you're playing through the beginning of the game and progress carries over. There seems to be like a slice out of the game that's a little ways into it, like maybe an hour or two. Uh, and I don't, you know, I, I don't like when demos do that. I think like the, this um, demo does one of the things that demos should never do and that like it gives you like, okay, here's a little intro area. We're going to put you in a place where you're actually going to take on a quest and then you go do it. Like go through go through a dungeon and it does the thing where it gives you a quest. Like, okay go get that dungeon, but then just dumps you into a town, and you're like, okay, where's the exit? And it's, it's got a really nice visual style. So I'm walking around this town, like, hey, this is really nice, there's a lot of buildings, and there's, it's busy, there's stuff going on, where the fuck is the exit, where am I supposed to go? So I end up wandering around for ten minutes, just trying to look for the goal. Um, and, and when you're putting together a demo, I think the goal should be very clear, just to kind of get you into the actual game. But because uh, in the demo there were three playable characters, I think it might be a little ways into the game, there also there wasn't all a, uh, a tutorial kind of section um, where they're introducing mechanics. Instead, they were like, when you were starting up the demo, it gave you a menu option. Hey, do you want to learn how to play the game? And I was like, no. You teach me how to play the game while I'm playing it. Thank you. Uh, and like the, the battle system... It, it looks like it's got a bit of complexity to it, because uh, you were seeing a couple of the characters on the screen. Um saw a, a three-party member system, uh, turn-taking, and the position of enemies in the field kind of affect uh, how you're attacking them. There, there are attacks that have very effect, uh, the, the arc of the swing of a sword can hit multiple enemies, things like that, similar to something like a Chrono Trigger. Um, but In addition to the positioning matter uh, that that matters there's also uh, your management of your mana so every character has skills and skills will have different elemental affinities Uh, lunar and solar are your two main characters and they have like those elemental affinities associated with their skills Um, but you have a a very small mana pool so you really only cast in two, maybe three skills before you run out of mana, and you build that back up just by doing regular melee attacks. So finding a balance in the fight when you're using skills and when you're using melee attacks seems to matter a lot, which is pretty cool. Also, re- using the regular melee attacks will kind of scatter these. like It kind of looks like cash scattering around, but it's not cash. What it is, it's, it's, it's kind of boost energy. And when you want, you can gather them up and uh, on the turn you gather them up, you unleash a bigger attack, whether it's like using a regular melee attack or latching on onto a skill. Um, and doing all of these things successfully also builds up a meter, so where you can do combo attacks where two characters go together for a big strike. And the thing that I didn't really figure out fully was every so often in a fight, a little like roulette wheel will go above an enemy's head and it'll, it'll stop and have like three or four icons. Like here's one that looks like a hammer, Here's one that looks like a moon. Here's one that looks like a sword. And they're like um, similar to like an Octopath Trial. Like these are shields that you can break, except they're not like buffing their defense. Like here's just things you can break. And if you do so, you're gonna do a whole lot of damage to this enemy. But it doesn't last long enough to for any of the the combination of characters to break all of the things. So like it'll just it say so like, hey, this character this this enemy has three icons over it and it's going to react, it's, it's going to move in two turns. So okay, well i got to find the right character so I, I, these two characters move before it but these two characters aren't going to be able to break all three icons um, before it has a turn and then the icons go away. They don't stick around. So I'm maybe I'm missing something. Maybe it'll explain that a little bit better in the early goings of the game because I think that uh, in order to establish some momentum, I think they probably want to start off with some fights that are a little bit uh, a little bit easier so you can master all of these mechanics and see the value of using all of these mechanics successfully rather than just kind of slashing your way through it. But uh, they did put you in a dungeon in the demo, and it was pretty cool. It's kind of a um, almost a Zelda-style dungeon where you had like, puzzles to solve and blocks to push around and shit in order to get the key to go to the next room and so on and so forth. So... Looks pretty cool. I'm going to be trying that one. I'll be getting the full version in about a week or so here, so I'll report back on that one on the mini-show.
1: was so August 29th. Yep, so pretty soon. Also, says it's, a, it's a prequel to The Messenger. Oh, well, that's interesting. I think that it says, uh, I was reading something about here, it said thousands of years before the events of The Messenger, though. Okay, so
0: it's a prequel in the way that Confucius was a prequel to us. Wasn't The
1: Messenger that with the ninja and your yeah you could work that's from like a weird 8 bit game to a 16 bit I mean it's yeah so but the messenger what? also wasn't a turn taking RPG like, Right, that was it was like action platform yeah, yeah it was like a Ninja Gaiden style game that's weird I mean as I recall that's wasn't it something about like ancient spirits or something like that so maybe I don't know I don't know I, 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 don't know. Know. I skipped a lot of that text it'll probably link in somehow hmm I just remember that the dialogue was pretty snarky, so it's true. I mean, this one looks interesting. I'm um, gonna I mean, keep an eye on it. Yeah, it's a uh, nice looking game. It's been it. a long time since I played a game like this because I was thinking back. I was like, it's when was the last time I tried an actual regular RPG like mm-hmm. this? And because my nephew started playing Final Fantasy VII, of course, I original version gets, or remake? Original version. Okay. Um, and so I'm like, stick with it. You gotta stick with it. And he's like, yeah, but I'm playing a bunch of more combat right now. And I was like, Damn, Jacob. Just, <laughs> ah, damn it. Final Fantasy VII is a really good I'm game. Try him to actually play a game with give him some culture. That'd be elite. fun if he was like, yeah, Mortal Kombat 3 Ultimate. It's like the fucking real deal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's young enough to curse a lot. But just casually, but he's like, yeah, that uh, was yeah, high school fucking man. shit. We tried to civilize him. I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to like, get him to like. <laughs> and he's also like getting game, games left and right, so he's just moving on very quickly. So mm-hmm. he'll play a game for like three hours. You're like, all right, let's get this game. I'm like, why? Mm. You have five other games. Like, fucking play them. Yeah. Uh, spoiled kids.
0: Mm. You guys gonna get Trine 5? No. That one's out August 31st. I'm surprised that one didn't get a demo. Maybe it will. I don't think I've ever finished a Trine game.
1: I think they are interesting and yeah. fun when you're playing with somebody. Yeah, I was playing uh, Trine three recently. Yeah, because that one was uh, slightly higher rated than the other Trine series games, and it was mm-hmm. a lot of fun, very puzzly. Mm-hmm. I mean, but also I think I was playing it around time. Little Nightmares two came out, so I think it's kind of different aesthetics, certainly, but I think uh, very like minded games. Yeah. You guys playing any Zelda? How's it going? I've haven't, been I haven't playing Zelda. Yeah.
0: Anything to report?
1: Uh, I, mean, I don't know how much we going to go into it so I, I, fe- I feel like in a lot of ways I haven't got 100% but I've, I've done a lot of the stuff I need to do I've taken out every monster quest so like I've taken out all the Hinoxes and all that shit, I got all six medals or whatever it is I found all the caves, all of the um, shrines of course all of the wells, I'm trying to think of all the other stuff yeah, yeah, uh, I think I'm sitting at like 74% and the only thing I haven't really done is I've only done about three hundred of the thousand koroks. Mm. So are there, are there a thousand? Fairly tedious,
0: or is it nine ninety nine? Well, how many
1: were in the first one? I don't even remember. Mm. Like nine hundred, maybe. Yeah, I think there's a thousand, but keep in mind all of those are like duo. Like you get mm. two because you find one and you take it to another, and that yeah. counts as two. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I've actually done so much that I. I Kind of wanted to remember the early part of the game, so I just literally started a new playthrough. Create a new profile. Yeah, I created a new profile just to mess around, and I—I I, I already told you guys off air, but the idea behind the one that I'm doing right now is that it's going to be a sort of pacifist run through where I do—I don't kill anything unless I absolutely have to. I'm not getting into fights, and I'm intentionally trying to avoid conflict. So, like, I'm using a lot of puff mushrooms to be stealthy, and of course, I got the first thing I did was like, well, one of the first things I did was get the stealth suit. Mm-hmm. Um, and max that thing out because um, also you don't need to kill anything to max out the stealth suit you just need like the hardest thing was like the stealth bin trout which were fairly easy to farm and then like silent princesses and uh, I'm trying to think of other stuff you need silent shrooms, things like that
0: When um, uh, one of the things that I missed the most in Tears of the Kingdom was the bombs just for like fishing you just throw them in the water blast a bunch of fish and then you're just kind of picking up the corpses. And, but but then I just fucking figured out like, oh, shock fruit basically does the same thing. Drop some shock fruit in the water, like, hey, okay, a bunch of fish corpses.
1: Oh, actually, that is super convenient being able to, to drop those. And, and especially when it's raining too, mm-hmm. it's always good to just let us a couple of those things. Mm hmm.
0: Um, I was say, I mentioned off air, I found all the towers, uh, I got like, 25-30 caves to go I, I've got like 13-15 th- uh, wells that I've got to find still um, I, I have, I've gotten all the dragon's tiers and I've done all the four like main dungeon uh, points of interest that they, they initially scatter across your map and so now you just kind of got to throw down with cannon and mm-hmm. so, well you yeah. haven't done the fifth oh, yes you are correct however I, I do know like well you kind of get prompted to do that after a few things
1: uh, it, you, you don't have to okay well, yes I found yes, by this. accident yes you you've mentioned this <laughs> yeah. um, I, and, I think you I think you actually might have to though like I think I had I talked to Pura after doing the other four things and she was like there's still something you need to do mm-hmm. So because I was under the impression once I did the four things I could just go straight to game I don't want to straight ruin it for John yeah. um, but you, you don't have to no no because, I mean, I, I didn't. Oh, you, you I'm did. Try, I'm you trying not to ruin everything for John. you.
0: You've told this story oh, okay. before in pieces. On, on. So, uh, and like the, the last thing I have, uh, I have 450 Koroks.
1: <laughs>
0: you got more Koroks than I do? So we're getting there. How about that? We're going to find them all. Oh, God. Find Why? all these fuckers. Why?
1: I mean, i'm not i'm not gonna find them all i kind of want to just experience the game the way that i did and just play through and have a fun time with it but like knowing what i know now and knowing that like zeldamaps.com exists mm-hmm. i would love to just just do it with that just have my computer in front of my laptop in front of me with it <laughs> up and i'm like I'm have your taking every little with fucking thing off let's do
0: this um <laughs> something that uh, that i've been doing um recently over the past uh, 40 hours or so yep. when I want to go into a fight or it's like at, a, at a fortress or like one of these, these scripted like monster encounters like in uh, the near the Hartano Fortress and all that stuff or, or in Eventide Island whenever they're like hey here's basically this monster arena here's like the fortress energy and you have to kill all of them before you, know, you, you do the thing I go in there like okay here's the weapon I'm going to use and if it breaks that's the only weapon I get to use I have to either like pick something up or find something to take out the rest of it. I don't use multiple weapons for one encounter. Yeah. So, it's been a fun way of just, like, no, figure out how to live off of what is available rather than trying to, like, uh, uh, hoard all the best stuff for specific encounters. Like, just figure it out.
1: That's why I really liked it with Breath of the Wild DLC, because they had that um, mode to upgrade the Master Sword, mm-hmm. where you pretty much just, whatever you found in the previous room, you carry it into the next, and that's all you got. Yep. So that's all the resources you have, and that was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that uh, mm. mode.
0: Yeah, that's that's the fun of the game. Like, it's not as much fun just to be like, okay, here's this this really awesome weapon is 120 power, and I'm just gonna keep on using that. And
1: here's this awesome glitch where I can run as fast as a horse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that that is, of that it, is yeah. kind of fun to do sometimes, though. I mean, a lot of it it's it's kind of fun to prove you can do it. But, like, like, like when people are taking, like, Royal Guard Claymores with the Mulduga Jaw, getting them into red, and then using them to, like, take down lionels, And then you take down all the Lynels, and it's like, congrats on doing that. You just got, like, 300 arrows. Like, hmm. you're kind of good. You don't need to do that ever, like, I mean, not ever again, but you don't need to do that for another 30 hours of gameplay. <laughs> so you, you kind of you do it, you prove you can do it, and then what? Now you're just going to sit with a fucking flashing red series of royal claymores in your inventory all game long i think i think there there has to be a good balance of just like you want using the stuff you find while having a handful of items that you like keeping around plus it's just really fun to like pick up the
0: enemies of their dead friends and throw them at them
1: oh totally i love when boblins do that when they pick up the publicans and throw them <laughs> it's so great oh yeah and from like my pacifist playthrough Oh, yeah, so, and, and that's what I, like, also keep in mind, you can go to the Rock Koroks, mm-hmm. and they'll, you know, restore and add bonus properties to stuff. Yeah, that's just, I, I use that occasionally, because um, I have a
0: uh, Ferocious Warn attached to my Scimitar of the Seven, nice. that's a really nice weapon, and then I have um, uh, an Igneous Talon our uh, stone oh, talus heart, talus heart yeah. uh, onto a big Goron sword. And that's really efficient for taking out other taluses.
1: Yeah, yeah. And there's like... I think they didn't really spell that out, but there's like five different kinds of taluses, and there's like the regular taluses you see that are also the same base as like the battle taluses. But there's a handful of just like rare special taluses. And the hearts do like an extra 10 damage hmm. compared to the main ones, so like there's a couple in the underground and a couple in the overworld too that you can get and they're like way better than like the luminous ones but I like the frost talus ones and the fire talus ones a lot they're pretty cool yeah Wes anything to report What's Zelda no I'm exploring the Goron area but I'm going real slow because there's other games I'm trying to play as well Mm -hmm. I just started Final Fantasy 16 I'll discuss that on the mini show um Elden's a cool area huh Elden it's a cool area Elbit? Yeah. yeah, The Goron yeah, area. the Elden. Goron area. So that I'm kind of poking around with that, just trying to knock out some more shrines and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still have... I only have two of the five major dungeons down, so I still have a ways to go in this game. But I'm just picking at it bit by bit. It's been a few months now. You guys, mm-hmm. like... I'm surprised you aren't kind of done mm-hmm. with it, or, like, at least... I'm nearly there.
0: I, I still, got, uh, still got some stamps to pick I, up. I...
1: I... I I'm getting overwhelmed with it and that, that's kind of what's turned me off with it, is it is a fantastic game it's phenomenal No, no it's, it's nuts what they've done with this game but every single time I log in I'm just like dear god what the fuck should I do mm-hmm. like, it's just, I am severely overwhelmed with it um, and I'm having a hard time building momentum to get me back into that game um, interest wise Because it's just there's just so much shit to do. Well, someone talked about that compared to Breath of the Wild, and a lot of it's you're kind of like uh, contrarian in that way, where a lot of people love Tears of the Kingdom and say Tears of the Kingdom is better than Breath of the Wild because of that density. But then I recently saw a video of someone who's kind of along the lines of you, where they're like, Breath of the Wild was so much more open and leisurely, and you could kind of go and do and see in the distance the things you need to do, and like, now every time I bring up Tears of the Kingdom, and I go to a new shrine, I'm looking around, and it's like, oh my god, there's just so much shit everywhere. Yeah. Like, so it's it, just, it is a lot. It's, it's a overwhelming. Lot it, with, you know? it is overwhelming. And then, and I keep getting, like, sidetracked, like, alright, let's go over here, and the next thing I know five minutes later, I'm in the depths of a completely different area. I'm like, how <laughs> the fuck did I get here? Like, I, why am I just, it like was, ADD just goes i to like, oh, I should explore that little area of the depths I haven't gotten to yet. Like, well, and, the, and the quests are so abstract. They're, yeah. The quests are just like, oh, you know, over west of Akala, you'll find a thing, and it's like okay, and then you get to west Akala, and there's 20 things to do. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what do I want to do? Do I want to sit here and try to find the thing, or just do the things in front of me, like mm-hmm. solve a couple of Korok puzzles, or oh my gosh, there's that Talus I want to fight. Oh no, a Lionel right there. and like, Yeah. I
0: think the one thing that um, Tears of the Kingdom can't really replicate from Breath of the Wild is just like the sense of danger when you are first like going into the world and you have three hearts and you're just wearing your shorts and picking up sticks and throwing at goblins and then all of a sudden you hear like the the music that a guardian is around there somewhere like oh fuck I gotta get the fuck out of here. Um, there's, you don't really have, have to face that in Tears of the Kingdom because you like you've experienced it all before and I think uh, the the Discussion of, of what is a better game, Tears of the Kingdom or Breath of the Wild, is is a deeply silly discussion because like one is building off the other. It kind of like completes the experience. Right. Um, Tears of the Kingdom doesn't exist without Breath of the Wild, and it, then it does things better. So one being better than the other, it's, it's an impossible thing to answer.
1: I will say though. Early on, you're right in Breath of the Wild, those Sentinel things are terrifying, and they're very, very difficult to fight head on, especially super early, but nothing has been more terrifying in any of these games than those fucking gloom hands. <laughs> things are so at pretty... At the beginning. At the beginning. And that music they play is so unsettling. It's like human voices, but recorded backwards. Oh. It's like it's like something out of a horror film. And yeah. Now I just roll my eyes to gasical. I was like, fuck you yeah. guys, I have things to do. Like <laughs> Early on, like I, I
0: didn't want to deal with them at all. Like, no, these things are creepy. I'm getting out of here. But then um when when I started like actually taking them on and fighting I'm like, okay, this is how you deal with them. Now I just kind of avoid them because I don't want to deal with Phantom Ganon. Like I don't Phantom like, Ganon's not tough
1: or I don't, I, like, I don't I want it just to, I take some minute.
0: Yeah, I don't want your weapon. Yeah. I don't want to deal with it. I don't, I don't want to sit here and, and fight you. I don't want to have to run away. I want to keep on doing what I'm doing. So it's kind of avoid the hands in general now.
1: I also realized there's... For the while there, I thought they just showed up after a certain amount of time. They are in static locations. Mm. Yep, yeah. They're only in certain spots. I know there's actually one cave that you find that has them. Yep, yeah. Where it's like... And it's intentionally low, so if it was one of the first ones you encountered... You probably don't have enough stamina to climb up the walls to get out of there. Oh, shit. It's kind of kind of a fucking... That was the, a place first, to, uh, the one in the cave was the first one I encountered. <laughs> yeah. Find a place to ascend. I, I, I got up there, but then I was like, well, what the fuck do I do now? it's just there, like, <laughs> slapping <laughs> in the rock at my feet. I'm like, well, fuck. This is where I die. I feel like the guy from the movie Tremors that, got, that died up in the power lines. Mm-hmm. You guys you guys Tremors is, is a fantastic film. Yeah. I love it. I, feel, yeah, I, I felt like that guy I was like shit we're we're where we're I'm going to die up here like, it's just... Well it's better than that and being the guy that dies while trying to get in the tire <laughs> Yeah <laughs> that was really bad <laughs> Poor, poor decision making Alright well, let's uh, real quick take a peek
0: into September uh, Rune Factory 3 special It's okay. coming out September 5th You guys got to get uh, Rune Factory? I think that's a you kind of game no, I've I've I i have i do not think I've played a Rune Factory. I played oh God, I can't remember what it was called. It was kind of Rune Factory adjacent. That's Jason. the one I think
1: it was. This guy's got a lot of girlfriends, doesn't he?
0: Yeah, I think he can kind of romance all all, all sorts of different people. They should have put adult. half
1: of the art assets that went into like making these overly designed women into the game itself. <laughs>
0: it was originally a. 3DS game I think or it might have been original DS oh really yeah okay. and that's getting a, uh, a port over I don't know if they've done original animations or if those are part of the uh, sure. 3DS port as well but I don't know I've, I've never gotten into this series despite the romancing I'm pro romancing none enough face blowing none enough face blowing and none of them are your relatives so ah oh, man yeah mm-hmm. um Super Bomberman R2 is out September 13th uh, the sequel, we did not need, but hey, you know, Bomberman's pretty cool. Mm. Talk about Bomberman every once in a while on the retro show. Yeah, yeah, I kind of feel that way about it, too. I, I, I'll probably uh, stick it on a a wish list, I an mean, Amazon wish list or something, to see if it goes on deep discount someday, but I don't
1: feel any strong need to get this. Do you recall what your hot take was on Bomberman 64? Did I you? didn't like it. You didn't like it? No, it wasn't for me. Wes liked it, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wes had fun memories, but... Wes does not know if it still
0: is a good game Wes is pro Bomberman 64 he thinks everyone should go play it
1: Wes is talking about himself in the third you person you know what? screw it Wes has got to get a tattoo on his ass Bomberman we're, we're gonna... here's the thing though did you poop yourself over <laughs> is, it, is <laughs> it a good that's, that's... I, I, it's not that good that's how you tell it's a good game but poop
0: myself over it <laughs> I would rather stand here and shit and stop playing this game uh, what an amazing story tell it again <laughs>
1: Um, that's a, that's a May Show story, because it's not relevant
0: right now. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the Pokemon expansion is out September 13th. Um, that's really soon, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Um And there, there's actually a, a game, uh, this Bat and Kaidos collection, that you got the trailer queued up right here. There's a couple of reasons that I'm going to put it on the back burner. One is because the Pokemon expansion is coming out, so I want to be able to focus more on that, rather than try to play two games. When big, does that come out? What, Pokemon? Yeah. September 13th. Cool. Uh, the next day, this Bat and Kaidos collection comes out. I don't want to be playing two like big RPGs at the same time, so I'm going to shelve this one. Also, it's not getting a physical release in North America, so I'm going to import.
1: Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, here we go. Ooh. Um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of a bummer. Like, I was, There's a uh, a local GameStop. Not a, not a local GameStop. A local game shop. It's not a GameStop, nor are they associated with them. Down the street from my house. And... Uh, royal empire gaming i think it's called but it has got like this this mural in the window of level 1-1 from super mario brothers and it's a pretty cool shop and i've been in there a couple of times to see if they got a listing for it and the guy can never find a uh, a listing for this bat and kaitos collection and he couldn't figure out why and then just the other day i just started going, doing some googling he's like "Nope, they're not doing a physical version in north america so i've been bothering that guy for nothing you should go in and apologize. Maybe I will. Maybe want to go into Reserve Mario. Because I think I'm going to use that shop now instead of giving money to Jeff Bezos. Is it like a little, like, I don't want to say like a Mont Pau shop? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know if it is privately owned, but it's not like a chain or anything
1: yeah.
0: that I'm aware of. This is it just like a regular game shop or. I they got uh, stuff going back all the way to the NES. They do. Yeah. It's, on, uh, it's on
1: 1792. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll have to go there sometimes. That sounds interesting. In Longwood.
0: Yep, uh, technically in Longwood but if you trip you'll fall into Castleberry and the uh, they, they got um, retro systems going back to the NES they got uh, uh, like super Famicom games they got uh, like a wide range of stuff they even have like uh, there are switch games that got limited prints from a publisher called limited run games they have physical copies of those games that I assume that people have gone and traded in uh, they got uh, like a, a little bit of swag but not too much. Uh, like like amiibo and keychains and things like that. So the children like going in there and begging me to buy them amiibo, which I will not. Um, but you know what else they had, Wes? What's that? I forgot to look the last time I was in there. They had a boxed PC copy of Met Commander. <sighs> Right? Oh, shit. I, I the first the, one? Yeah. I oh, the, shit. It was like, "So thank God someone else is aware that this game existed.
1: Oh, my God. I would do it just for put on my bookshelf, because you you cannot play that anymore. I think it was uh, 50 bucks, if I remember correctly. For some, for some bookshelf art? I guess that's... <laughs> God, I, I still haven't figured out a way to play this game. But I would love to play it through Mech Commander or Mech mm-hmm. Commander 2 again. Those mm-hmm. games were... Oh, just badass. Also like PC game box art back then was legendary and like mm. they're pretty cool. Like they would give you the complete oversize. It's a it's a CD ROM disc and that's right. all it is, but they give you this this giant box, like it's a cereal box. <laughs> yeah, for for <laughs> no reason.
0: For no reason, just <laughs> Somewhere
1: I had this weird little kinda like a flyer or whatever, but it's like a heavy board thing. But it is like the Mech Commander One mechs and it's just a breakdown of the mechs. Oh nice. I had that somewhere in my house. I, it came with the uh, the game. But yeah, that game. That game's the shit. That game's game great. I, yeah. I miss Mech Commander, do you really?
0: And then last
1: up. Nintendo, listen, I, I want Mech Commander. You, you gave me Pokemon <laughs> Snap. It's not there. I don't, I don't care. We're going to make this happen, Nintendo. You gave me Pokemon Snap. Thank you very much. You gave me Dogapo um, Kingdom. Thank you very much. You know I have great ideas. Get a Mech I, <laughs> I know that game <laughs> is great for PC, but fucking make it happen. <laughs> I
0: guess. Um, and last up is Gloomhaven. I think that's a, that's a game based on a board game, isn't it? Or a tabletop? Have you guys ever, it ever heard familiar. of this? familiar. Um, is this
1: kind of like a... I don't want to say like a DD, and d but it's like a turn-taking fantasy... Kind of like a Fire Emblem kind of thing?
0: I don't know if it is strictly turn-based or, uh, or grid-based, like a Fire Emblem, it kind of seems like it.
1: It looks interesting. This one I do want to look into. But, at the same time, a game similar to this is also coming out on consoles on my on the PS5 on the 6, and that's uh, Baldur's Gate 3. Oh, that's right. So, I mean, I, I, I'm grabbing that.
0: Yeah, a lot of the dorks I work with. What the fuck? What the the, the, the fuck, John? (laughs) Well, they know it.
1: Uh, Um, You have Kirby
0: stickers on your laptop. (laughs) Everyone loves Kirby. (laughs) Ryan, Kirby, pro Kirby or anti Kirby?
1: Oh, pro Kirby. See, what's he ever done to me?
0: Right. Um, I, I'm, I'm looking at Mechamander on Wikipedia right now, uh, developed by a student called FASA.
1: I actually already looked it up. Yeah, it's now technically a property of Microsoft. They haven't made a game since 2007. Yeah, it's, it's um and then published by Hasbro. You have to download like emulators and shit in order for it to run on your computer. Like uh, mm-hmm. it, it's You have get, to like, go like, through it or something. It, I, I don't know mm-hmm. how to do that kind of stuff, or else I would. Uh, but I mean, the, it's 98. I bet you it's on Steam. It's not. Oh, you look that's funny. Not. Uh, like, I'm gonna look on Steam right now. If it's on Steam, I'm buying it right now. Years like, ago, I looked on. Uh, oh, Microprose made it. Uh-huh. Microprose makes exact- made the old XCom games. Like, oh, get out of here! Alien Unknown and Into the Depths or Into the Deep or whatever it was called and fucking Apocalypse. Those were amazing. Oh, Those were great games. But yeah, that was a cool game. Uh, anything else we need to address
0: before we're done here? I think we might be done. Next up is the Pokemon show. We're talking about some Pokemons. Um, yeah, it's kind of
1: well. I mean, it's it's still like three weeks away before the other one comes out, so we probably should just go ahead and do it, anyways. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be coming off of the big two day event. This Saturday and Sunday is the big Pokemon. Uh, oh, Pokemon Go. Not a, It's not even a community. I don't know what you call it. Go Fest or something. It's like a, it's a really, really big deal. Maybe do like a quiz game or something, or a ranking. I could put together a quiz day game. You got okay. your second prize on the line because remember I got you. Oh god, yes, yes. perfect. I'm yeah. getting this. I'm I get searched work. Amazon for 1500 under gifts with <laughs> Pokemon in them. <laughs> so so everything that I see, you can play Met Commander for free, but you have to download like a fucking program in order to run it. Oh, like, you're gonna get a virus. Yeah, exactly. Hence why I have not done this. It seriously, somebody figure out how I can play in this fucking game because I wanna. I feel like you would spend five hours getting it all set up and then you'd finally get it working and you'd boot it up and it'd be in German or something. Yeah, be my, my <laughs> yeah you'd, uh, you'd end up like looking up a, a video like, okay, how do I actually get this to work? I'm, okay, go to this
0: website and copy this piece of text right here and open up this file to open up the code of the game and paste it right here. I had to do this to get Command & Conquer working on my PC because the fucking EA Origin Store is garbage. And they release broken versions just, of these games.
1: I just, I just want to play my game. I just love yeah. it so much. I mean, it I wasn't.
0: See. And like, and, and two was all right, but not as good as one. No, two was great. John over there
1: just setting fire to EA. <laughs> two, two, <laughs> two. Commander Two was awesome. Commander that, Two, that, I, 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 I really like Commander
0: Two. I'm not throwing shade. At it. I just prefer the first one. I heard Kirby I, works at
1: EA. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Kirby can work anywhere. <laughs> Um, and we'll do a, a mini show and then a retro show and awesome. do it all again. That's it. The end. So long.